Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Live from New York, it's the show that is in the playoffs. <laughs> Patriots I'm talking about. Uh, today, Mahomes versus Allen. Who is in the driver's seat? For the number one seed, spoiler alert, it's the guy who beat the other guy in the regular season already. Meanwhile, report that the Bucs offense gets tweaked by Brady, and then the coaches find out. Is this the problem or actually the solution? And finally, the MVP trophy gets renamed after Michael Jordan. So where does that leave LeBron? Not trying to be sarcastic. It's a fair question. Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds, Nick Wright. I feel like LeBron needs a trophy after, named after him now. Yeah, I think when the NBA unveils the greatest player of all time trophy, it'll be in LeBron's likeness. And yeah. it'll, it'll probably just take some time. Probably just take there some time. No it's a long, well, there wasn't, a lot of, they're making new awards every day. <laughs> Jerry West, Clutch Player of the Year trophy. George <laughs> <laughs> Mike and most improved. Yeah. Uh, we start with the playoff Patriots. The Patriots return to the home of two of their Super Bowl victories and put on a... Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, performance. They were there. Mac Jones's leadership and some stout defense stymied the Cardinals. Now there were some bumps in the road. Here's the baby goat after the game. Matty P did a great job. He's trying to call the game so that we can win. And sometimes it might be this thing that people don't know about, like the quick passes for whatever reason. And that's our game plan. So we knew that's what we had to do to win. And he called a great game. And um, stayed calm. Matty P is a very calm person, very stoic, and um, we're just going to continue to grow together and, and do what we can to win games. You know what that's called? Perfect leadership. Mm. Oh, really? Perfect. Then what is it? What, what do you call what he was doing throughout the game? I don't know. Hugging his offensive coordinator. Okay, no, well, that's the, not the video I'm talking about. I'm talking about the video where we'd have to bleep over his mouth. There you go. There's some of it. I found Mac Jones' performance and histrionics embarrassing yesterday. Oh. And the reason I found it embarrassing was because the lack of self-awareness that this young player is showing is mortifying. The, The Patriots attempted early this year to take the training wheels off of Mac Jones in the passing offense, to let him throw downfield, and once the training wheels came off, he drove the bike straight into a sewage ditch, and now he's angry they won't let him ride by himself. And I can prove it to you. Yeah, go ahead. So here's Mac Jones' passing chart from week three. Week three, red is bad, America. Red are interceptions. But you see a lot downfield. Some green. White is incomplete. Green is complete. Red is interceptions. He then got, he got hurt. Yeah. When he came back, 
This was what the passing chart looked like. We can show it to you. See all short and then the one deep is red once again. Okay. So then let's show you last night's passing chart. Oh, yeah. So once again, they are making it be close into the line of scrimmage because they saw last year, we can show you for the whole season what he did last year. Again, green is good, red is bad. And this year, it looks a little better. We can show it to you, but it's the same thing. The reason there's a green in the deep middle is because it's like eight total passes. Yeah, looks good to me. He can't <laughs> throw the ball deep yes, without turning the ball over. And then he is whining during the game that they're not letting him throw the ball deep. And so I find, and I know you're as frustrated as I am annoyed. Because, Wild, your tweets, while you don't have that many followers on Twitter, I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I see them. And you get angry and upset. That's might be true Uh huh. while I'm watching the game. Yes. But then I settle down and I live with what we've got. And the Patriots offense right now, you've seen the movie The Martian, correct? Sorry, yeah, of course. New England Patriots fan, yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah. Uh, I am Matt Damon. All you can eat is potatoes? And the Patriots offense is potatoes. <laughs> okay. Kind of gross, very boring, but guess what? Keeps us alive. It gets the job done. And Dusty made this graphic. Now, granted, these are three games with less than five air yards. Guess what? In the bottom there, Broussard, Patriots 3-0 and in those games. So look, is it so the you most? you like that? I, does Matt Damon like those gosh darn potatoes that he grew out of his own fecal matter? No. <laughs> Did they keep them alive? Yes. <laughs> right, but, but we're I, in can, the playoffs. I, right, of course. Nobody. Can, let me just respond real quick, which is why I don't think that the Patriots coaching staff should get quite as much flack oh. as the quarterback should, Brew. Because you, to, to take Wilde's tortured analogy further, Matt Damon was on a foreign planet. It was all he could do. Well, the football version of that is we have a noodle-armed, somewhat inaccurate quarterback. It's all we can do. So everyone that's like when Vance Joseph comes out and says they run, they call plays like they're coordinated by a defensive guy and like they don't have a good quarterback. Okay. Because early in the season, they tried to open it up. And what happened? He was, he, he, you games. were giving him flashcards on who to throw to and who not to throw to. Well, see, that, that's where I'm going to support Wild. Thank you, bro. Growing pain. National treasure. I'm not going to write off what they tried to do at the beginning of the season because he has uh, some tough weeks. Okay? Because, I look, I think, and I've never, I've always thought the baby goat thing was just kind of a cute gimmick that you threw out there. I, I never really bought into it. Yeah, I, I've never bought into it. But. I do think they are doing a major disservice to your guy, Thank Matt you. Jones. Thank you. And I've said this, Nick, you, you know this, from the as soon as it became evident that Matt Patricia and Joe Judge were going to handle the offense, I was like, this is a disaster. Why in the – Matt Jones – had a good year last year, Nick. Oh, Up until a moment. He, I get, look, when they only threw the ball three times, you are right that something went haywire after Won that. Won that game as well. But Mac Jones, look, he beat out Cam Newton. All right, he took over the leadership of that team. He led them to the playoffs. And now they put him in, in second year is critical, and they put him in the hands of a defensive coach. 
This is not high school football where any coach can coach any position. They should put him in the hands of an offensive expert, and I bet you, Nick, he plays much better. And they got a great defense, a really good defense. Yeah. And if you had a better offensive scheme, then they but would be here's, much more dangerous my, than they here's are. Here's my point. Coach Mangini, when he's here, talks to us about this all the time. Belichick, do we agree that Belichick is a football genius? That Belichick knows, even though he's a defensive guy, knows about offense and knows, most importantly, what you need to do to win games. Yes. Belichick is signing off on all of this. And he knows there's there, the dichotomy between what the Patriots offense looked like in the couple games with Bailey Zappi and what, it looked like, what it's looked like with Mac Jones since he came back is stunning. And it's because one guy you could trust to throw the ball down the field. And I know you think it's overwrought, but can we it was the turning point of this guy's young career. Can we show it the three pass game? Up until that moment, he looked like offensive rookie of the year. He looked like with respect to the Prince that was promised, I think we can show it. The 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 splits between don't. his stats. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh with respect to Trevor Lawrence, he looked like the best quarterback from his draft class. And since then he's been a bad player. Those are the numbers of a bad player. And so you can true. say a little bit. that it wasn't, it didn't wreck his confidence. Well, then the first dozen games are just an illusion, and that's who he is. But something happened that blustery night in Buffalo. Since then, your team's below 500. He's he's thrown as many picks as interceptions. They've lost more games than they've won, and he's been a bottom 10 passer rating guy. I think those are all valid uh, points, except that he's over 500. He's the best quarterback in the draft class, and we went to the Pro Bowl, and we're in the playoffs. And if the playoffs started today, guess who we would be playing? Well, my, my, my. Oh, we're headed to Arrowhead. Now, it would be weird if the playoffs started today because it's Tuesday in December. But if it did, the heir apparent to the best quarterback of all time up against Patrick Mahomes. Now, Nick... Would you be worried if you had to face America's team in Arrowhead? Oh, you would be a little worried. I know you're going to be like, I'm, oh, the Cowboys a game's I'm good. never worried. Oh. It would be the – That's from the And 70s. while it is the Arrowhead invitation, it would be odd for the Cowboys to be playing the Chiefs at Arrowhead in the postseason. But if you're talking about the Patriots, mm-hmm. of all the potential seven seeds, if the Chiefs are the two seed, which I don't believe they will be, of all the potential seven seeds, nothing would be better than facing the Patriots. Yeah, for our show, it would be. It would be similar. You know, a wise man last year, people laughed at him, and it was a member of sports media. I can't quite remember because it's so smart. I wish I could give him credit. Coined a new phrase. What was it? It was better than a buy. That was you. And it was, oh, it was me. That's right. And it was about and playing I was laughing. The, another team <laughs> with a very limited quarterback a supposedly good defense, a Hall of Fame coach when the Chiefs were the two seed. And I called playing the Steelers better than a bye. And you guys all laughed, and then I think that game started 35-3 to or something like that. That was a solid take. And so, but I also, Brew, right now I want to ask you this, Brew. Do you think the Patriots are making the playoffs? Because I do not. Football Outsiders does not. Oh, None well, of the, oh well, well, let's just well, no, I'm bow just down saying, to the ultra if, if football gun to my head, Wilds, no. Of course not. No. What? You don't think we're beating the Raiders? Even we're if staying you beat out the Raiders. in Arizona. Even You're if not you... making the playoffs. Vegas, Cincy, Miami at Buffalo is your final four. How many do you think you need to win? You're seven and six. I think you gotta go three and one. 
Okay, sure. So you think you can go Buffalo, three and Cincy. one? Yeah. With Vegas, Cincy, Miami, and Vegas, Buffalo. we win. Miami in the cold. They had the heaters on in Los Angeles. You think they're going to do well in Foxborough in December? I don't. Now, Josh Allen. If you watch this program, he's like a roller coaster. I just need to get him on the downward <laughs> swing, and I'd be okay. Can I show you something that you should be a little bit worried about, Brew? And you might like this too, because although Matt Patricia, you can bang on Matt Patricia all you want. He doesn't play defense. Probably should organize the defense, but he doesn't. Here are our big defensive guys. Oh, oh my no, they goodness, can it's Josh and Judon. I'm with you. And look at that little line I had, Josh, our Josh, add under there. Mahomes under pressure. Not great. So who is the most dynamic wow. duo in the entire NFL? Well, it's Mr. Red Sleeves himself, Matthew Judon. So if we started getting after Patrick Mahomes, add, add in something weird things happen at the Arrowhead. Just saying, it should be a little wow. bit nervous. Little Excellent nervous. graphic. That's all, Josh. I didn't know Mahomes struggled under pressure like oh, yeah, every quarterback in the league struggles wow. under pressure. That's why you try to and create those numbers pressure. were pretty, pretty the, low. So Excellent. You, it would be of for Brew because you, 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 you listen. You're such a flip flopper these no, days. Flip -flopper. I'm not certain. I'm an analyst. I'm, I'm, you, I'm, listen, I'm not things certain. Things change. But yeah. I know, like sometimes you take really embarrassing shots at Mahomes, and sometimes you say he's the best player you've ever seen. He is. So I'm not certain. Best but let just for a moment, if you wake up on the side of the bed where you like Mahomes and the Chiefs, I'm not sure if that's today. Jets, Chargers, Dolphins, uh, Ravens, I would say, are the most likely teams to be the seven seed. I know the Ravens currently leading the division with Lamar's injury. Assume Cincinnati gets sure. it. And the Patriots. Yeah. If you were rooting for the Chiefs, what's your number one oh. draft pick with a bullet Come to on. play in the first round of the playoffs? I I'm with you. I am with Guys. you in that. Look, I, I, I'm not with the better than a buy. That's a great phrase. Yeah, Keep it using it. Yeah, it's not accurate. Well, it was last but year. It's, it would be it, this year. Well, the problem is in a buy, you never risk injury. Yeah, but you never you, have you a fluky rust. thing possibly well, it's happening. It's actually better than a buy. Yeah, right. it's yeah. better than a buy. Yeah, better. It's better right. than a buy. Like workout. You never know. You just never know. But <laughs> no, look. But you mentioned it. Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Miami, Baltimore, the Chargers, and the Titans. Those are teams I would all are what about all the Jets? much more afraid of. I would rather than play the, the Patriots than the Jets. The Jets defense scares me a hell of a lot more than the Patriots defense does, and Mike White scares me a hell of a lot more than Mike Matt okay. Jones. Does. I think right. the I think I'm with Wilds on the Patriots defense. Now the Jets got a good one too. But I'm with him on the Patriots defense. But no, Wiles, you're no. not scared. But you're also at not all. making the playoffs. If you guys somehow get in, there is no one scared of you. Right. No. Incorrect, incorrect. Oh. Moving on to Kyler Murray. The other news, this is kind of bad scene yeah. in Arizona. Kyler tears his ACL. He's done for this year and some of next year. Nick, where does this leave the Cardinals franchise? I mean, in shambles? It's not good. All right, let me, let me paint the one possible silver lining briefly here. I think there are fair there have been very fair and increasingly loud criticisms of Kyler Murray's leadership style, personality and kind of what people have called a me 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 nature, okay? There is a chance that suffering this type of injury, having this moment that when he comes back, that part of him as a quarterback, as a leader is improved. That this is the first real devastation of his sports life yep. and that it, he actually grows from it. So that's that's the if we're trying to find a silver lining that's it. Everything else is a disaster. He's way undersized maybe he gets all of his athleticism back, maybe he doesn't. It's another, maybe it, a, another whole if, year. If he doesn't 
then he's ruined. He can't be that size and just a good athlete. You've got to be the best athlete. His rookie contract window is gone now. Last year, even though he signed the new deal, next year, even though he signed the new deal, Brew, he was still going to be cheap. When do we think he's going to play again? I don't know, Halloween, something like that. And so he's $51 million against the cap in 2024, which is the next season that he will start the season. It's a disaster for the team that has already had a disastrous season. Well, I, I was saying when he started demanding a new contract, I, I felt like well, this is way too soon. I wouldn't pay him. Eventually, I felt like, you know what, if you're going to pay him anyway, you might as well do it now so it's cheaper. But this is a big part of why he wanted that contract. Yep. He won in that regard, right? Yeah. He's got his what, 160 million guaranteed regardless. So he won in that regard. But I'm with you, Nick. And and I, I mean I feel like you stole my notes. Like uh-huh. his his leadership, <laughs> Great his likability, his study habits, and even his overall ability has all been in question. And what Kyler Murray needs to do, hope, hopefully he's watching this. Look in the mirror. Do some soul searching. It is not over for him. LeBron, now LeBron obviously was never a bad guy that wasn't likable. But I'm telling you, after the 2011 finals, when you talk to LeBron, and, and I've talked to him and other guys around him about this, what they say is he became a better person. That's the first thing they say. Not he worked on this in his game, he worked on that. He became a better person, whatever that meant, because like I said, he wasn't a bad guy. But that's what Kyler needs to do. Look in the mirror, do some soul searching, say, man, everybody was saying this about me. It can't just be everybody's wrong. And so hopefully if he does that, Nick, I still believe he could be a franchise quarterback. Uh, But he's got to change. Quickly, uh, Cliff Kingsbury keeps his job this year or no? No. I mean, I I don't think he's fired before the end of the year. But I think at the end of the season. And by the way, that contract, that quarterback, and now that injury, how attractive is that job? If it becomes open is a real question. Uh, we're talking Mahomes versus Josh Allen. Who's going to win the AFC? Wow. The Bengals. A lot of disrespect. Well, maybe. A lot of disrespect there. Every- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Guess who's back? <laughs> it is oh, true, it's though, Cole it's Beasley. The Morris, yes. Yeah, the Morris. A cup of coffee with Brady, and well, now back to Buffalo. Well, the Bills are the number one seed in Vegas faves. Okay. Chiefs in the number two spot. Yeah. But right now, call the LeBron spot. <laughs> Nick, do you want to go first here? You seem to be like a very excited. Super Bowl champion Greg Jennings is here, but maybe your take is more about <laughs> What's the question? Well, you want better bet to win the smart ass. I don't know. KC <laughs> or Buffalo? Okay. So it's obviously, with no bias whatsoever, it's obviously the Chiefs. <laughs> I mean, really? Really? Well, hold on. Didn't they play I'm earlier done. in the season? Hold on with no hold bias whatsoever. Right. I mean, my hold goodness. Brew, better bet to win the AFC East, the Bills or the Dolphins. Uh, didn't they Bills. play earlier in the season? It, miss me. Miss me with your the they played Bills once earlier the in the season. One seed. Okay, so let's start with that and then go from there because they do have the same <laughs> record and the number one seed is not is yet to be determined, but right now they are. So they're 10-3. and three. So can we show both teams' remaining schedules? And we will ask without bias – 
Do you think the Bills are going to go undefeated the rest of the way? If you do, then they will stay the number one seed. Does anyone see a loss coming for the Chiefs? Anyone at the panel want to speak up? I think it's possible. No, 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 pick it. So you're picking Gino to go to Arrowhead? Not yet. I mean, I'm saying it's possible. And the Broncos gave them all they wanted. Oh, yeah, 27-0. Okay. So I don't believe the Bills are going to remain the number one seed. I think the Chiefs are going to get there. But even if the Bills get to the number one seed, Mm -hmm. the reason they are not the better bet, and I will go to you, Greg Jennings, is going into the year, what had the Bills, who have not been to a Super Bowl since Jim Kelly was there, do to become the favorites not only in, in the AFC, but in the entirety of football? Go ahead, Wilds. Got Von Miller? Got Von Miller. Yes, is he going to play again the rest of this year? Is he? No, anybody? He is anybody? Not. No. What's the other reason the Bills were thought to have superseded the Chiefs? Well, they've got a quarterback that is the MVP favorite, to which I remind you, He has not played like an MVP. He has not played like an All-Pro. He has not played like a Pro Bowler. He has not played like an average quarterback. He has not played like a below-average quarterback. He has played for two months like a bad quarterback. Those are the numbers. Passer rating, the catch-all stat, he's ahead of Matt Ryan, who has been starting the stretch, Mm -hmm. Davis Mills, who has been starting the stretch, Zach Wilson, who has been starting the stretch, and a rookie, Kenny Pickett. You cannot find a single category where he is above average over, and this is since week six. Guys, we're heading into week 15. So, Greg, I would ask you this. Von Miller and an improved defense plus an unstoppable offense was supposed to put them over the top. They have neither. So why would they be that's the favorites? That's all lip candy. Don't what? let it. Lip uh, candy? Don't let it. I think that's a flavor of. <laughs> Look, I'm sticking with the Bills. Thank I said the Bills know. at the beginning of the season, and I'm riding with the Bills now. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, what I loved all your stats and Thank your full you. screen Appreciate and all of your reasons why. Yeah. And you know what I thought about? What? Because I knew you were going to attack Josh Allen. Yep. I didn't. And this is something that you, you I thought it was facts over feelings. Facts on over yeah. feelings. Yeah. You know what? You finagled him. I, thought, I love facts over feelings. So mm-hmm. I'm going to jump on this facts bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have a full screen for you. Oh, wow. Wow. Because when you look at these quarterbacks yeah. that play against Patrick Mahomes, they tend to play a lot better. Look at those numbers versus the Chiefs and then versus the field. Look at the oh, quarterbacks like yeah. Der- hold on, like Derek Carr. He gets better in passing yards and percentage. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo, he improved. There you go. You just mentioned yeah. Russell Wilson yeah. looked like he found the fountain like of youth Russell. all over again. And even better than that, my guy Josh Allen. Mm. What does he do against against your team? Yeah. Complete 70, 67%. And throw for over three, almost 330 yards. Mm-hmm. Like every quarterback improves when they play the Kansas City Okay, that's City a great Chiefs. point. Can I respond to it real quick? I don't think the Bills are going to get to play the Chiefs. Oh, oh, here we go. What? Why would I believe the Bills? Because y'all might meet Cincinnati first? No, because they are going to meet Cincinnati first. Why would I believe in the Bills over the Bengals? Why? 
What is one shred of evidence as to how they are playing right now, Brew? What right now? Not how they looked on paper in August or how they looked against the Titans in early September. Right now, what's a reason to believe in the Bills? I'm going right to stick with the facts over feelings theme go. we got going. Uh-huh. And Greg spelled it out. Your defense is horrible. Okay. You got the worst pass defense in the league, right? 28. We saw the banner yesterday. Okay. 28 touchdowns that's allowed. Okay. Well, that's the touchdowns. most most touchdowns Not allowed in the, the league. Worst. That's the Vikings. Yeah. Still got the I, you know I love Mahomes. Right. But the Bills have a quarterback in Josh. Now you you fina- see I didn't finagle anything. You play fast and lose how? with the numbers. I didn't Here's how. anything. Because the last four games, you notice he picked he um, I picked when did Josh they really beat struggle? The Let me go. No, the last four the games, all of them victories, uh-huh. Josh Allen has eight touchdowns. Yeah. Six passing, two rushing, oh. and one interception. Yeah. And now he, he had his graphic had nine yards. turnovers. I when I don't know when you started that. I just told you since the Chiefs he, game. What did I tell you a month ago? That's the with Eric Mangini sitting there. I said Nick, Josh Allen is going through the same thing Patrick Mahomes went through last right. year. And you he had this stretch where he threw now. six interceptions yeah. in three games, like Mahomes yeah, had his stretch games. where he threw like seven in, in ten and seven games, something like that. And Mahomes was learning though. And he got better. But Josh Allen and he got more cautious. Yards and not, yeah, the, the yardage I'm not concerned about. I'm concerned about the touchdowns. He threw for one and touchdown the lack of turnovers. Yards. Eight touchdowns, one turnover, one interception in the Do last four games. Do you think the Bills games. have looked good over the last not four games? Not to mention. They're 4-0. Do yeah. you think they, yes, they looked like a Super Bowl? All right, they beat the Jets, who are a good defensive team. Here's the other thing, Nick. This Josh Allen gets better. There ain't no roller coaster okay, so in the playoffs. I knew you'd mention this. He's got the best you, passer rating in the history of football in the okay, playoffs. Is, He's got the best touchdown to interception well, radio, ratio, ratio fourteen to one. So can I say something? The about that dude real quick? shows up. Except that is totally misleading. How? Because it is based entirely on those two games last year. Entirely. Because I, you know what? No, I, the year before he had five touchdowns yeah, in one pick. Okay, so Josh Allen, aside from last year's playoffs, in which he lost one of those games, I forget to whom someone will remind me, he had played four playoff games. <laughs> in those four playoff games, he was two and two no one with a passer rating of 87. Josh Allen has played six playoff he games. He was young. He, no. It was one year prior. He actually was better. He made the AFC title. And so, Josh Allen, much like in the regular season, in the postseason, is a roller coaster. He has played six games. He has won three. He has lost three. He has three great games, pass rating above 120. He has three bad games, passer rating below 90. Now those numbers jump off the charts because he played a perfect playoff Uh, game against the Patriots, and and he played as well as you can play in a playoff game when you go home literally crying. Uh, as he did, well, probably because Tyron Matthew I, out of the game and the team was a little different then. I got one more arrow in the quiver. One more arrow in the quiver. Can I throw it? <laughs> yeah, okay. you're throwing okay. arrows? Um, That's what it feels here's like. Here's the other thing, Nick, because the down. question was who has the better chance of getting to or shooting my arrow? Yeah. Who has the better chance of bet- getting to the go, Super Bowl? Go, yeah. Fire the uh, arrow. Buffalo doesn't have a kryptonite in the AFC. Themselves. You are praying that you don't face the Bengals. No, I would like to play the Bengals to get revenge. The Chiefs have a kryptonite. Josh Allen has beaten every play team that's going to make the playoffs at least once. He hasn't played Burrow. But they he's beaten every so other quarterback. So he has as many wins against team. Burrow as the Chiefs. 
Yeah, he has okay, to, cool. But he had to have the three have the losses. losses. No, that's true. He had no, he saves L's. those for Mahomes. You've got it. a kryptonite. Okay. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. Buffalo doesn't. That was the arrow. I, I get it. That's a little bit unfair because you're from Ohio. So I feel like that's I mean, like that's the other thing, America. Yeah. Why am I biased oh, yeah, exactly. when Drew is for dripping? <laughs> He's I literally truth, wearing I said the Bengals Ohio underwear. Eagles, obviously in the number one spot in the NFC. Cowboys and 49ers tied for the silver. Then it's the Vikings and the Bucks, who are literally a losing team. So we'll start with Brew. I don't know how many arrows you have left in your quiver. This was quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, the San Eagles Francisco. Threat? There you go. They're really the look. I will admit Dallas's ceiling is high. But you wrote But them they off. are the most likely contender, Nick, to hit their floor at any given moment. And I think they're going to hit their floor at a bad time in the playoffs. So they will not win the NFC. It is Eagles one. San Francisco, too, and the rest of them can. I'm not You've eliminated everyone but yeah. those two teams. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Greg. And I pretty much eliminate everyone. It's themselves. Wow. Period. You've Period. eliminated you, everybody. You wrote off I'm, the Cowboys, too? Absolutely. I'm right now. When, when, when I look at the Eagles, I'm just going to respect who they are and what they've been all season long. They've been the That's best fair. team in football. They've showed us offensively and defensively. You talk about the 49ers. I can't even say the 49ers. They don't have arguably their best player, Debo Samuel. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Debo Samuel. If they don't have Debo Samuel, can they well, still be, be the, back, though, uh, supposedly? He, he might be back, but I've suffered an MCL and a high ankle sprain. Never at the same time. And I was not the same the moment I came back in the postseason in, what, 2012? Or 2011, when we played the Giants off of MCL, I was different. It took it take a minute. You don't have out, you don't have time, and so I don't know if he can be the same dynamic force that we've seen all year. So that would be the only team for me. Dallas, they just got to prove it and get there and win their first playoff game before I can even give them well, any type of call. Yeah, to, to me, the Eagles have proven as much as the Cowboys, which is they haven't proven anything. Why would the Eagles? Why would the Cowboys have to prove it? And the Eagles wouldn't. I'm just. You guys get so so caught up in specific win loss record. They're both excellent teams. One's 12 and one. One's 10 and three. The 10 and three team, by the way, dealt without their quarterback for five weeks this year. So I'm not going to say just definitively, demonstrably, the Eagles are better than the Cowboys. We'll get to see them play in a couple weeks. Right now, to me, the Niners who some people had the foresight to pick to win the conference months ago, are the clear-cut best team in the conference, and the Eagles and the Cowboys are right behind them. And so I don't – the I, Brew is crossing teams off left and right. Greg has crossed everyone off. You I think the Eagles Brock are really Purdy. good. No, no, no. I love the Niners' skill position guys, and I love their defense. What about the Debo? best defense that's, in football? That's real I understand, but they have the best defense in football. It would, I mean, it would take the most talented quarterback ever to really crack them and score like 40-plus on them or something. Oh, I can't imagine like that ever happening, like but I like the Niners. Drain that ends up you on know the where it's going. You yeah. know where it's going. Uh, NBA trophies renamed. We've got an idea for a LeBron trophy. Not sarcastic. It's a good idea. Next, first things first. Oh, what are you guys talking about? Oh, the Chiefs did score 44 on them. I forgot. <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
time to run the fast break. It's when we do a bunch of NBA stories very fast. Nets are, dare I say it out loud, bro, on track? Uh-oh. <laughs> Beat the Wizards uh, last night. Say it, Wild. They've won eight of nine. Brew, is this the Nets team you expect to see moving forward? No. Now, they look good, as you said, four straight, eight of nine, ten and three since Kyrie returned. But I expect to see a better I mean. Knicks team or Nets team going forward. After, look, Ben Simmons, that ten and three, he's missed five of those games. Wow, shocker. They have, Nick, you know what they are rated defensively? Tenth. In the Let me league? guess. Tenth, yeah, yes. I know. They are a top ten I defense. Play along, say I don't know. They <laughs> obviously they got offensive firepower. Yep. Yeah, they, they lead the league in block shots. Offensively, They're like eleven, it's something 12, like that, yeah. right? But then, but you got Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons dishing, getting open threes. This is why they're gonna get better, Nick. Okay. Defensively, they are rated number ten, and they've been without their best defensive player for. A lot of these games, Ben Simmons. So he'll come so back, make a better defensively. Ben Simmons and here's the showing up. Yeah, I like what Ben is doing. Ben is playing well. Here's the other thing. Now this is their biggest, other than some something that could happen off the field. We, oh. we know off the court, there's yeah. always a possibility. No, not with this. Team. Right? Okay, I'll give you that. Barring that, though, their biggest challenge is rebounding. They're the worst rebounding team in the league. All right, they, they need some girth. But if they improve defensively. Yeah. Right? With what with, with Nick said, weren't good defensive players, but all of a sudden they're a really good defensive team. They can improve rebounding wise. And Wilds, the last three games, since Jacques Vaughn has really made it an emphasis, last three games, they had like the third best rebounding percentage in the league. Okay. Okay. Can in the stop? league. People aren't here for rebounding. So, no, listen, no. I see, mean, I'm an analyst. Yeah. I understand you're Coach an analyst. It. And but, I'm but looking at that's what they the need to improve on to get, get up better? there with Boston. You just said, okay, they're, they're the third play. best team in the East right now. No, they're not. Boston, Milwaukee, Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> so, hold on. So, I have a You know I'm right. No, I don't. Don't know dare say the six. I don't know you're right. I, why, why can't I see the Sixers? Same number of losses. Like, and the Sixers have dealt with devastating injury. The, the Nets' devastating injury is their own players shooting themselves in the foot. It's but different, that's different done. situation. It's a new day. Oh, it's an, okay. So, does Wild, should we take this to mean Brew wants to. It's such a flip flop for these days. No, 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 no. I have never flip flopped on Brew. Brew, Brew, you, you stay. You've offered me like six olive Hold branches. On. I, yeah, listen, I don't do impersonations, them. but Brew stared in the camera and said, yeah. and I quote, can a brother get a do-over? You did that. Say that. that happened. That, went that was comedy. <laughs> that was comedy. Y'all know a brother's funny. Okay. All right, I'm getting all my right. funny on. That's all. Okay. That's all that was. Okay. All right. You this know that. Funny. See, you all right, can I tell you my concerns quickly yes, here? Go. About Brooklyn? Kevin Durant's, Durant's played the most minutes of anyone in basketball. Strikes me as a little ambitious. It's 37 minutes per game. I don't like Oh, my God. That. But he wants to play, though. That, I, that was an issue with Smash. Like, I don't know. But last year see, last year they did that, and it, he seemed to, oh, I don't know, wear down in what Brew would call the closest sweep of all time. That's my first concern. Kyrie Irving shoots more than Kevin Durant. That doesn't seem smart at all. Durant's having an MVP caliber season. Mm-hmm. Durant's having one of the best seasons of his career. He's one He's of the best the players any of us have ever seen. I am not encouraged by Ben Simmons. I am not. We thought... 
that a few weeks ago when he finally had good games, that maybe that was going to be consistent. Instead, he's back to his homeostasis of six, eight, six, and six and missing a lot of games. So that all concerns me. And still, I believe the Nets, as they have the entire time they've been constructed, have a hard, concrete round two ceiling. They cannot beat Boston. They cannot beat Milwaukee. I don't know if they can beat Philly or Cleveland to get to round two, but if they were to, that's their ceiling. So, listen, I am happy. They've been fun to watch. I've been at all of these games this year, but three, but they, I have not changed my opinion of them. Brew has a lot of times, but it's... He don't understand comedy. <laughs> the timing and everything. You're supposed to be comedy. I thought you were mix it up. I mix it up. <laughs> okay. I mix it up. Meanwhile, another one of Bruce teams. This is no joke here. The well. Clippers <laughs> down the stumbling Celtics last night. Kawhi had nine rebounds, six assists, and a season-high 25. Best game of the year for him. Here he is after the game with some curious comments. What you did tonight, is that I'm not worried about tonight. no indication of where you how far you no, I don't want to be here tonight. I'm focusing on the end of the year, playoff basketball. Um, doesn't matter about team. So before we did this story, we all looked at each other and like, did he watch the whole thing? What do you think he was saying? It was just odd. What was your final takeaway, bro? Look, I don't think, Nick, he was saying... I don't want to be here and play regular season games. That's a few moments said. earlier, yeah, I know it is. That's, that's but a, a few point. moments before that, if we showed the whole clip, he said, "I wish I could play in more regular season games." However, it wasn't the right thing to say. What he should have said, it's freaking December, early, mid-December. He should have said, "Look, I'm just trying to get stronger every day so I can play." Every game, or at least most of the games. That's and then, like, don't you can't. It's about the journey, right? Phil Jackson, one of the greatest coaches, maybe the goat, always said it's about the journey. And I don't like Kawhi Leonard just saying I can't wait till May. That's what I'm pointing to. I don't even if that happens. I just don't like that thinking. I don't like the belittling of the regular season. And I don't think Nick that you're. It's really realistic for a guy to. Be ho hum, play every third or fourth game during the regular impossible. season, and then come the into playoffs and you're the man. The conference finals are every other day. Right. The conference finals are every other day. And if the goal is to peak in the postseason, that is a two month grind. And you, you mentioned, Wilds, that a week from today I'm doing my player pyramid. Yeah. When I build that out, it's 10 rows, which is 55 people. Now, we don't do the full 55 on TV, because, but that's how I start it, and then I manicure it from there. Manicure. Kawhi's not on it. At all. In the top 55? How could he be? How could He's he be? He's played nine games. Can we show nine America games. Kawhi's numbers? It would, yesterday, he was 10 of 12, had the best game he's had all season. This is Kawhi on the year. I know. He's 13, 5, and 4. On 45% from the field. Going into last night, by the way, it was it was 38% from the field. But one game can jump your field goal percentage that much when you never play. <laughs> the Clippers, to me, Wilds, are a cross-off team. They, they are drawing dead. Because this is not a sustainable uh, way to run a basketball team with the guy who has to be your best player. Not it's Here's the other thing. It's not even like Kyrie last year. When Kyrie was a part-time guy, but man, when he played, dude was electric. It was only like once a week, 
But it was he dropped 60, he dropped he 50. Yeah. He played full games. And he played full games. Kawhi is, has played not – he's played 225 minutes this year. I'm with you. Here's the one thing I'll say. I would not re- – if they're healthy in the playoffs, they'll be scary. But I the, don't think they'd win the West, but they, I would not want to play them if Kawhi and George are healthy. I guess my point is even if they start the playoffs healthy – I do not think you can make it through those That's two months without win. building up a tolerance of playing a lot. But do you think he could keep – right now he's in first gear. And then, like, you know what? New year, hit into I, second gear. And then post-All-Star, I don't trust it. I'll start I think know. Kawhi's management of his bodies and injuries has been uh, – mishandled for the entirety of his career since he's left San Antonio. Since he's leaving San Antonio, I think it's cost him quite a bit. Okay. Mm. Mm. All right. That was kind of a downer. Of, I'm just, well, we've got something good here. Anyway, so now we're going to talk about some trophies. Yeah. And oh, Michael Jordan. Look at the NBA. Uh, NBA went on a trophy renaming spree <laughs> just out of the blue. <laughs> Jordan got the MVP. Akeem got the Defensive Player of the Year. Will Chamberlain got Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Pavlicek got the sixth man. Jerry West got clutch. George Mikan. Got the most improved trophy. You know, you when know, you think like, about most I'm, improved. I like that, though. George Mikan? Yep. So this is the Michael yep. Jordan trophy. So real question, where does this leave LeBron? And what do you think about all the renaming LeBron? I mean, LeBron. I called you LeBron. Oh, I, I, I got to quit the show. I, I like LeBron. all the trophy renaming. I, I think like it's the cool. I, I like giving I like respect all of to it. George Mikan. And I like all of them. I, I think the whole thing's cool. What I don't like is that it feeds the Michael Jordan propaganda machine. But it's fine. Listen, you can't give it to Kareem. because Kareem has the most MVPs, but he already has an award named after him. LeBron is still playing, and they didn't give any, no active players. If he wasn't, it wouldn't have mattered. Okay, well, I'm not, but so here's, this is why I say when I say the propaganda machine. This is from NBA.com today. Can I show you the headline about this story? You can be mad that the NBA is supporting Michael Jordan. Well, no. The Michael Jordan Trophy, NBA MVP renamed after the greatest player of all time. What's the issue? It appears as if the NBA has decided to settle the Grand Goat debate. And And who better cast the final vote? The envelope, please, and the winner is Michael Jordan. This was, of course, written by totally unbiased journalist Sam Smith. Read his many books about Michael Jordan. Yeah, but they weren't all positive. Okay. Read his many books about Michael Jordan. But so here's the thing. You asked where this leaves LeBron. Because I do – can we show if we could brew – because I'll be serious about this. I did the 10 greatest players the last 50 years. Mm -hmm. If we could show that. So – LeBron's still playing. Kareem's got the Social Justice Award. Jordan now has the MVP. Duncan, or Magic has the Western Conference Bird, MVP. Right, yeah. Duncan, nothing. It kind of makes sense given the personality. Hey. Kobe, no, I'm saying wow. I don't think he'd want it. I love Duncan. I look at where I have it. Kobe, All-Star Game MVP. Yep. Bird Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Dream, now Defensive Player of the Year. Shaq doesn't have anything. Steph doesn't have anything. LeBron doesn't have Shaq anything. Shaq in a fool count or no? No. Okay. And so... <laughs> Brew, I could see them creating an award for Steph, named after Steph, best shooter, like if they that. just created best clutch player. And for LeBron, or an award named after LeBron, I think the figurative title belt holder of best player alive, but except make it literal. This award goes to the best player in the league. Sometimes well, it'll be the MVP. I like it. I, 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 don't, I don't. Who was your league it. MVP last year, Brew? Do you remember? Did you vote in Giannis? Okay, the, for Giannis. the year before, did you vote Jokic? Yes. Okay, but you thought Giannis was better. 
Giannis, you wouldn't have said Jokic was the best player in the league, but you said he won yeah, league MVP. But, but I, I think you just need one. Because I, I don't – I mean, I, I hear where you're at, where you're saying LeBron, let's say he's the best player in the league, but he didn't win MVP. Correct. He only got four. Obviously, he was the best player many For more years. Jordan's years. only got five. Exactly. Right. But I, I just – that to me is too fuzzy. Like, it goes from year to year. It's like, he's been the best player the last four years. Well, why are we giving him an award this year? Because like, it's I, I don't, year. I don't think – first of all, I don't agree with the whole notion that everybody's going to get an award. All right. Um, I, Michael Jordan retired 20 years ago. Okay, he's just getting an award named after him. 20 years after LeBron retires or somewhere around there, he'll probably get an award. All these guys, they, they retired Except for decades Kobe, ago. And exactly. Kobe got his mm-hmm. because of the way he passed. But I, I think it'll be a while before Steph, LeBron, any of these guys get awards named after him. Jerry West just got the, the most clutch. He hasn't played in decades. So now let me say this about Jordan since Nick started off quickly. ESPN.com, oh certainly one of the arbiters, yes, everybody right? Everybody thinks that of, he's the of GOAT. What, no, wrong. but that, ESPN, you got to give them respect. ESPN.com. They had Jordan as the GOAT. As, and the, the GOAT athletic, college player. The athletic. That was great okay. writers at the athletic. ESPN.com had I agree Jordan that, as the But that was fans. That was fans, if I'm not mistaken. ESPN.com was analysts and writers. Yeah, okay. The athletic. Oh, my God. Analysts and writers, some of the greatest in this in recent memory. Jordan, number one. NBA.com, the the arm of the league. Jordan, number one. Me, yours truly. Jordan, number one. You, Jordan, I mean, what are we talking about? The the Chicago Tribune and Sam Smith. Yeah, but Sam wrote wrote some negative stuff about MJ. 35 years ago, and now has been trying to work back into his good (laughs) graces ever since then. Uh, Final final thing on your uh, LeBron trophy, make it a belt, not a trophy. So LeBron gets to wear it to every game, and then you have to, like, actually hit yeah. some. I would belt. say Iron Man, but that's too little for LeBron. Like, it's got to be Ripken better than award. Iron You know what I mean? They sure. might get yeah. at the Carl Malone. Kevin Willis award. Yeah, like you play every game and yeah. 40 minutes well, a night. gets an award. Uh, why is Brady tweaking the offensive game plan for the Bucks? I'll tell you why. Because it's not good. Ah. First things first. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Meadows time. Wow. Minnesota, Portland. <laughs> Bruise guy, Shaden Sharp, with the up yes. and under. Yes. Portland wins it, Ooh, but not enough me. to make the medal stand, Brew. Who did it better? I like that. Bronze medal, Shea. Listen, all NBA performers so far this year. I don't care what this uh, Thunder record ends Agreed. up being. He only gets a bronze because they ended up losing, but 42 points for Shea. He gets Ooh. the medal stand. Great. Silver medal. Large adult Slovenian stun, as Brew would say, a metal mainstay, as Brew also would say erroneously. You can't win that way. 38-11-8, they won last night that way. Seemed to be turning it around quite nicely, but I know Brew wants more shots for Maxi Kleba. I get it. Gold medal, Dame. 11 of 17 from three, and I'm going to go out and say 
Bad job by your pal Chauncey Billups. Why? Last. What do you do? Let him have a shot at Clay's record. Nah. Kevin Durant was saying put him back in. I wanted him go- to go back in. He did all this through basically two and a half quarters, as opposed to having a chance to set the all-time three-pointers made in a game record. Dame gets the gold. There's the medal stand from last night in the association. Excellent work. Uh, Greg, Super Bowl champion Greg Jennings is here with us to talk about a new story about the Buccaneers. According to a new report, the Bucs, a sub-500 team who averaged fewer points than the Steelers, have an odd game preparation. Mike Silver writing, on the night before each game sets the scene. Brady runs a separate meeting with the Bucs skills players, during which he goes over the game plan, makes tweaks to assignments and formations, and provides a revised blueprint. My favorite album. One which first-year head coach Todd Bowles, offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich, and the rest of the staff are left to discover in real time once the game begins. Okay. The air of mystery about a meeting. Brew, do you have any issues with this? I have big issues with this. Really? Big issues. Why can't Byron Leftwich be in that meeting? Players only. Not a player. I mean, but I, I'm just saying, he's, he was a player. He's young. He's not going to kill the vibe, okay? And if that's the case, why can't Brady meet with him before the meeting, go over what he's, he's thinking, make the changes, and then go talk with players? One of the Buccaneers' biggest problems this year is their coaching, all right? I, I don't think, like, there's a lack of respect for the authority. And Brady, time and time again, has taken away the authority of the head coaches from the training camp where he sat out went vacation for 11 games that stripped Todd Bowles of some of his authority. And now this is doing the same thing with Byron Leftwich is stripping him of his authority. It just doesn't set a good tone. It's bad. Well, to your point, I don't like the way it looks for Byron Leftwich, but <clears throat> because of optically what it looks like, this is probably the most irrelevant story that I've seen. In a long time. Why? Love Explain. It. This happens every single night before you play a game. You want to make little tweaks and adjustments, and especially when you're not clicking as a unit. Offensively, none of us up here think that they've been amazing. They've been struggling. They ha- there's been no type of chemistry, no type of rhythm. They haven't. He and Mike Evans, their best receiver, has not even been on the same page. So yes, we're gonna stay after the team meeting. Yes, Who's we're gonna to say his tweaks. Aren't yes, the we're gonna say okay. If this happens, you're gonna run this, and then the coaches find out. That's he's not changing the entire game plan. That's not how it works. But you definitely want to make sure that you and your guys. I get it. First fifteen is what we go over, and all week and then that last team meeting at the hotel you go over your first 15 plays you make sure that everybody's on the same page if you are not on the same page with your quarterback they're going to make some adjustments they're going to make sure that you're comfortable and they're comfortable and everybody understands what assignment is being asked of them period coaches aren't around no and coach some coaches are around but byron leftwich is fully aware of, of this stuff like okay, I'm just going off the report. I, I I have I find it Sunday extremely oh, hard to believe this? that he's just taking the playbook well, and just is, saying well, no. It is okay, let's that Mike Silver, who got an interview with Brady and clearly has a relationship with Brady. Brady hasn't done a lot of one-on-one interviews, and Mike, to his credit, got Brady after this game. So they clearly have some type of relationship, as Mike does with Aaron Rodgers and a lot of guys. Uh, that 
he because it did come across exactly how Bruce describing it. It came across like it is going rogue to a degree. Like, is that how you read it, Wiles? That's no. I thought it was. It felt like dressed up par for the course. Thank you. The, that, that, I mean, that if was that's my, what that was it my is, thank you. That it's like a, just like you know, it's like a speech writing thing. It's like nah, I'm going to change that word. But so okay, here, fine. but so then here's. The, the, I think the bigger issue then is. The, the, do we all agree that this year it would appear that one of the Bucks' issues is in some way, shape, or form they miss Bruce Arians? Yep. That one of the issues I agree with a, that. and that Bruce Arians, it, when he, remember when he was on the sideline, then he was in the box, and then that it seems like he's had a weird relationship with the team. Not a, re, not a departure at all. In fact, he still has an official advisory role or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And I give Bruce a lot of credit because he has empowered his people and he wanted, you know, Bowles to get the job and Leftwich to remain if he didn't get a job. But the Bucks have not thrived under this format. Right. Bowles, a few weeks ago, butchered the end-of-game situation against the Browns. We talked about it then. That was the closest I came to writing the team off because I don't think you can overcome that type of situational coaching malfeasance. And the offense has – it is not a good look for Byron Leftwich. That this article, even if, even if, because most people do, in fact, 99.9% of football fans don't have your experience there. So they read it the way we read it. And it's Mm -hmm. like, well, this looks bad. And it's also a bad look for Byron Leftwich that the, the fleeting moments the offense has looked good is the two minute drill, which is when the coordinator has the least to do with it. It's the players going out and doing things on their own. So whether it's a real issue or not, the Bucks, in addition to the offensive line and Brady's aging and all of these things, they have an odd messaging issue, which is like who is in charge and who is who does have final say on what's going on on the field, which then gives us an idea of where we start to where the bucket lands on who gets the blame on the product they've put out on See, the field. Here's why I thought the game against the Niners was interesting from a coach's perspective. So you got Brock Purdy there, and it's like, you know what? The, co- the quarterback doesn't matter. We've got Kyle Shanahan, and he's going to create this masterful plan. Like, sure, so I guess coaches are a big deal. Then on the Buck side of things, you had Todd Bowles, who made this defense that beat the Chiefs and won the Super Bowl, and you had Byron Leftwich, which had a high-powered offense, and he was in line to get a head coaching job. And that team has kind of, like, fallen apart. There wasn't a defense that could stop a quarterback mm-hmm. making his first start in the history of, or his first real start. And then on the offensive side, the team scores one more point than the Houston Texans, who if you play them close, we make fun of you and count it as a loss. So what is the issue? Because I don't think the coaches all of a sudden just, you know, Bruce Arians had this magic potion. What is the fundamental coaching issue with the Bucks now, Greg? They don't do anything well consistently. It's just as simple as that. So you don't when, think it's the coach? No. When we, when we look at this team prior to this year, even coming into this season, mm-hmm. what was the one thing we knew that, if anything, they can hang their hat on? Good defense. Yep. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys coming into this year. What's the one thing that we figured, okay, they got defense. When you look at the 49ers, we, the one, the de- we yep. know we, there's, there has to be an identity. When you don't have an identity on both sides, the Green Bay Packers, great example. We thought that their defense was going to be good this year. And when they weren't and their offense was lagging and their offense never they came no to – They had no answers. That's right. So look at where they are. That's the Bucks. When they don't Bruce have any Arians answers. was the coach, though, 
Was there any doubt who was in charge? Even as you had Tom Brady there. Bruce no. Arian was in charge. Because he was willing to say and challenge any and everybody yes. in now, Thomas Edward it Brady. Looks like the, it, it looks like Brady's in charge. It really does. It doesn't look like Todd Bowles is in charge. It doesn't look like Byron Leftwich is in charge. It looks like it's kind of – there's no real leader. Yeah, everybody defers or passes on to Right, and I the think that's person. a problem, and I think this just kind of feeds into that. Okay, we're going to talk about a team with some real, a real leader, Patrick Beverly. It's the Lakers and the Celtics drawing a blank time. The 21-7 <laughs> Celtics hit a little bump in the road Yeah. while the 11-15 yeah, Lakers are playing – you know, pretty okay. Okay. Pretty okay. <laughs> I, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Better than they were. Better than they were. I mean, I think it's a little unfair. The, I mean, the Celtics have been the best team in basketball up until the last two games. The Lakers were a train wreck up until a couple weeks ago. But, yeah, it's it's okay. Trying to be judicious. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. I, I, I get it. This Lakers game will be what, Nick? Unfortunately, I would anticipate it's going to be ugly for the Lakers, bro. Wow. I just don't – I think the Celtics – listen, do I think the Celtics were the best team in the league? No. I, I think Milwaukee's better than them. I think a few teams are better than them. Do I think, think they are – a few teams are better Yeah, if you include the Western Conference, yeah. I Do The do I think the Celtics are going to continue to have the greatest offense in the history of professional basketball? No. They're shooting 40% from three as a team. All of that was, you know, bound to cool off, right? With that said, do I think they're all of a sudden going to lose three in a row? Probably not. Like, this is, I know, Wilds, yesterday you got mad at me. You're like, it's like the roulette wheel. It's not like the roulette wheel. Like, how you have played the last few games really impacts how I think you're going to play right. in this next one. And the fact that the Celtics had a golden opportunity against the Warriors and blew it, an opportunity to get a little revenge for last year, and then played their worst game of the season yesterday against the Clippers, do I think now all of a sudden even the Lakers, they're not going to be locked in on the Lakers? I don't. So no, I, think I, 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 I totally agree. If, if, had they won yesterday, it would be much better for the Lakers. They're on a back-to-back. They, they might, you know, now they're on a back-to-back, but they're going to be motivated. They're going to be hyped because it's like we've lost two straight. We've come out here and gotten embarrassed, to be honest, especially with Golden State. They, they, they might put it on the Lakers tonight. Put it on. But let's see if LeBron oh, and AD like – this will be a huge statement if they win. They already oh, beat You Milwaukee. do this all the time. You, well, you're, you're Celtics over here. Then you, but let's see what oh, the Bruce Lakers – likes to leave himself a little bit out. He likes to leave himself a little bit out. I'm just watching and enjoying it. He likes to leave himself a little wiggle room. No. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Argentina. They move on. Messi with a shot. Bruce pick. Bruce pick your eye. We'll see you tomorrow. I stood firm. Argentina.